eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, on this uh, Monday morning, Jetta Camera, John Rich, it is 94 WIP. By the way, Seltzer in Dallas, flying back sometime uh, this afternoon. And he'll be with us, of course, uh, tomorrow. Seth Joyner is with us right now as he is every single Monday at this time. Seth, one of the great Eagles of all time. Typically spread in joy, often spit in fire. And I'm sure we're going to get a lot more fire than joy this morning from Seth. He's brought to us by Bradford White, but it is the holiday season, so he gets some joy as well. Bradford White Water Heaters, how you heat your water, it matters. So whether it's a tank or tankless model, choose Bradford White. Get yourself to BradfordWhite.com, Mr. Uh, Number 59, Mr. Seth Joyner. How you doing, Seth? Who's that back there kicking the OJs this morning? Give the people what they want, huh? Wechter filling in for Seltzer. Doing a superlative job, by the way. Well, I can tell you one thing. It might be the holiday season, but I ain't got nothing but a damn bag of coal. Yeah, I get it. Because that's what the Eagles gave us last night. Seth, I got so many, and I know John does, specific focus questions for you. But let's just start with a big old, big sort of general question. What was your reaction to last night's game? Wow. I think that uh, my reaction was we're, we, we've been fooled. We've been fooled. We, 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 we've all, you know, and, and I feel like the biggest fool of all because I feel like I understand and I know football, you know, in such an intimate way that I saw this. I knew this. And because the football team started off, Seven and zero, eight and zero, you know, nine and zero. Then they lost one, and they lost two. It's like, you know, when the team is eight and one, nine and one. Social media wants you to shut the hell up and just bask in the fact that you know that they have the best record in the National Football League. But my football mind and my football eyes saw the flaws. Instead of taking the ridicule, ridicule that I would get by calling it what it was, I fell into the trap like everybody else and ignored the signs of what we're seeing now because everything that this team, 
you know, this just didn't happen. You know, this manifestation of where they are right now has been with this team all season long. We've been waiting for them, you know, to play the perfect game or the the complete game. We've been waiting for, you know, the improvement across the board. And they've been lucky in situations and won some games that, you know, otherwise they would have lost under normal circumstances. And instead of us, you know, evaluating what the truth really was and what we really saw with our eyes, yep. we fell in love with the record. Yeah, the win. Yeah, they got the win. You know, it's that six games now, the last six, they've been outgained by over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. 100 yards per game. And by the way, you want to hear something unbelievable? Last night was the closest. The closest they came to the opposing team in yardage. And they got their doors freaking blown off last night. Seth, what is, in your opinion, the biggest issue with this team? And there are many. But what, if you if you had to say what's the number one issue, what is it? I think offensively, you know, I, I think they've lost their identity offensively because you just paid your quarterback $255 bucks, and then you put him in bubble wrap and now you're trying to protect him. You want to make sure that you keep him whole. And football is not that kind of game. If he ain't turned it loose, if he's not being who he is, then you have no shot. How do you remove the RPO and the read option from your offense? The thing that made that offense so dynamic and it made it go, the the, the prospect of Jalen Hurts running the football. That give you hope if they get right back to it? No, I, I think they re- removed it and they haven't run it for 80% of the season. So how are you just going to reintroduce it now? If that was the fact, they would have done it, you know, when he was 100% last week and they didn't do it. You saw none of it again last night. When was the last time you saw Jalen Hurts ride the ball, yeah. read the end, and keep it? And keep it. I know. Ride the ball, see the middle linebacker step up, throw the slant behind it because they don't want him running the football. They're trying to protect him. John, you think in January that comes out? Because I do. I think it has to. No, but do you think it? it? But do you think it will? Yes, I do too. I mean, it, yeah. Seth, I disagree with you on that. I, I, I look. I don't have much hope today, but I will say I derive some hope from the fact that I am convinced they are intentionally not putting their best foot forward to prevent injury. And come January, they will. You can't risk what they just risked. They went from the number one seed, Joe, I know. in one game last night to the five seed. I know. You're not risking that. You're not risking the 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 potential for what the rest of the season can look like because confidence is the number one thing that a football team can have. And I don't hear a confident No. I, 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 I don't wait a minute. I don't hear a confident Nick Sirianni. It starts with him. I think it's okay. crazy like this this idea that we are somehow holding back like a strategic amount in order to give ourselves a leg up in the postseason, I'm not there to where I think that's what we're doing. Uh, I I don't think – I agree with that. I, I don't agree with that idea of holding back. But would you agree, John, we saw from the first series of the first game when Jalen started sliding when he never would have in the past in I those instances. I think that's more of a function of he needs to protect himself. Well, that's what they I'm talking about. on it all, yeah. all off season. That's what I'm saying. That's the way it looks now. Yeah. And and we've gotten away from doing what makes this team great. We've gotten away yeah. because of the protective nature of, of what they've been inculcating into Jalen. 
we've now gotten to this point where it's just not as productive. He's been told to protect himself. Mm-hmm. Defensively, for years, they've built the team from the defensive front back. I think the two young guys are gassed. Davis and Carter. I think they're gassed. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're creative enough uh, up front. And the linebackers clearly don't know where they fit. I don't care whether you're in a four-man line or a five-man line. They don't know where they fit. They're just not good. They, they just, they're just, you good. know, it's, it's pretty simple because, you know, when you line up in a four-man front, whether you're in an under front or over front, the linemen of the offensive, the defensive linemen tells you where you fit if the ball comes to you or if it goes away. It's the same exact thing in a five-man front. The alignment of your defensive lineman in front of you gives you a cue as to where you fit. Now, how can you possibly play 12 games and not have a clue where the hell you fit in both fronts? It used to be a time where they could stop the run in the five-man front. That's why they implemented it. But now they can't stop the run in the four-man or the five-man front, which then puts them at such a disadvantage on the back end. They're being outmaneuvered and out-strategized because when you go four-man, you know, you're da- you're daring them in the two-high safety to run the football, and teams are doing it. Sure are. Yeah. You know, in the five-man, you're daring them too, but they're taking the chance to run it because they realize you can't stop them there either, and now you're at even more of a disadvantage on the back end because you lose a guy in coverage, you know? This 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 whole thing that where's the sense of urgency? Yeah. Where where's the intensity? Both sides. You know when was the last time Fletcher Cox? You know had a strip sack last night. Um, I think the last turnover that they had was against the Buffalo Bills when um, Bradbury intercepted. When Bradbury intercepted the ball. Turnovers turnovers come by way of force. Yeah, they're not forcing anything because they're too damn passive. And how they play, and I'm too worried I, about find, being in the right place at the right time because they're not quite sure where the right place at the right all time of is. it, John. All of it. How can you play a thousand miles per hour? I remember what it was like being a rookie and being unsure yeah. and getting cussed out because you know I, I, I was because I'm trying to figure it out. So, Seth, but then, help- but then again, I can I can remember what it was like being a, a veteran yeah. and there being no doubt in my mind where I belong and playing off a of pure instinct. Because I knew ball to me sure. here, ball away here, and man coverage, this is who I got. In zone coverage, the first guy through my zone, bop, bop, bop. I, I, you know all of that stuff. But when I watch this football team, they look to me like they don't know what the hell they're supposed to be doing. All right, so, Seth, help me understand this, because this is something I think a lot of us have been trying to figure out for weeks. How much of this is a Desai issue, and how much of this is the players just aren't good? And that includes their mental acumen to adapt in the play like they just they don't get it and this is why Nicholas Moreau who was a backup linebacker for the Bears started last year because a guy in front of him got hurt but he's just a backup linebacker I think it's all the above because you know what it starts with I'm gonna give you really give you something to think about at the end it starts at the beginning it starts with Howie because he's continued to try to patchwork the position and it's an important enough position that you need to spend some money at that position to make sure that you're not trying to make special teams players who've been confirmed special team players on other teams starter starters in your defense, okay? It's the player's fault because they have to develop 
and where they where they come short, they've got to put in the work to make themselves better. And lastly, I'm going to say this, okay? Jim Schwartz was a defensive coordinator on this football team and coached this team to Super Bowl 52, the most memorable, memorable day in Philadelphia Eagles history. Yep. Tom Brady threw 505 yards on that day, and Jim Schwartz didn't want to talk about it. Things went sideways. He stepped away. Now he is the defense coordinator for the Cleveland Browns, one of the top five defenses in the National Football League, and he is not coaching that defense the way he coached this defense when he was here. He is much more aggressive than he was. The much misaligned Jonathan Gannon, okay, uber-passive because he had a defensive front that was, you know, setting records in yeah. sacks last year. And Dominant, I told yeah. you guys that you'd never see that again. That's yeah. like seven, 27 and 2. Mm-hmm. You'd never see that again. I told you guys that at the beginning yeah. of the season. Yep. Okay? I'm looking at Jonathan Gannon, and although, you know, he doesn't have the pieces at his disposal in Arizona, they're playing a much more aggressive brand of football. He's blitzing like he doesn't have any sense down there. Okay? So now I look at Sean Desai, who takes over, and I'm listening to him in his opening press conference. We want to make people feel us. You know, we want to make people feel us. We want to take on the embodiment of the city. And they've been anything but that. It was just words. So now that leads me to believe there's not necessarily the mindset of the defensive coordinators. This is how he's being told to coach this football team. And you think it comes don't from Howard? You think it comes from Howard, right? I don't know where it comes from, okay? But you can't t- you can't give me these three examples and think that these are just coincidences. If the mandate is to to make explosive plays and the reason why, you know, your offense is struggling is because the majority of your routes are 12 yards and deeper and your quarterback now has the he he doesn't have an automatic read because he's waiting for guys to get to landmarks. And now all of a sudden he's got to take off and run. So if the if 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 the if the mandate is to create explosive plays and your mandate on the other side of the ball is to prevent explosive plays and you see your defense play from such a passive stance on the back end, you know, trying not to give up the big play, breaking down 10 yard, 5 yards away from the runner to try to make sure that they make the tackle and then doing so instead of taking their shot, instead of playing with force, instead of playing with intensity, they're playing passively. Wait, tell me where that comes from because that's not the mindset of a guy who gets to the highest level in the National Football League. That's the mindset of a guy who's scared to make a play. And you can talk about not being scared all you damn want to, but my eyes don't lie to me. I've been watching this game, and I've been around this game the majority of my 59 years on this earth, okay? And I know passive, scared play when I see it. I see passive, and it's and it's just it's the type of play where you're just not sure, where you, just, you don't want to give up the big play, so instead of taking your shot, you break down and you stop your feet, and the guy runs by you. And it looks like yeah, – I, I don't see San Francisco's defense playing that way. I don't see Dallas's defense playing that way. I see guys coming to attack and attack the football. How do you have three fumbles yesterday with the ball securely in guys' hands and they wanted the ball out, so they ripped it out. And, and instead of us playing with that kind of intensity, we're just laying on people, you know, trying to make sure that they get down. While they're playing intently, 
and they're playing intensely. We're not playing that way. Look, I have no doubt Seth Joyner in studio is going to spit fire. You're hearing it. There's no question about it. Joe to Cameron John Ridge. We've got Seth here. It's 215-592-9494. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coming up in one minute, back to the calls. The calls have been hot too today. The calls resume in one minute's time. Hey, let me tell you about PI Dental Center. With their uh, decades of experience in complex dental treatment, you know, I've been a patient of PI Dental now for two decades. My mom a patient there for three decades. With Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slout, both board-certified prosthodontists. They specialize in the restoration and the replacement of teeth. PI Dental Center are also the originators of the teeth in a day. You might say, well, what, what, what the heck is that, the teeth in a day? Let me tell you exactly what that is. That's a revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth and implants placed for a dramatic transformation in a mere one day. What it means is this. If you got a big issue with your teeth, maybe going back to childhood, you've always wanted to get resolved and never had. Or maybe more recently, some kind of accident in a fall, you got banged up. You don't like the way you look. You don't like the way you feel. Maybe you got pain. Know this. PI Dental Center can fix you. Get yourself to PI Dental Center. They're located in Fort Washington. They do remarkable work. Get yourself to their website to start, PIDentalCenter.com. Once again, that's PI Dental Center to request your new patient evaluation. Let's make some calls in here. Let's get to Joe. He's calling from Telford. Good morning, Joe. Hey, uh, morning, guys. Uh, Hi, Joe. 77 days till spring training, so <laughs> got that to look forward to. Um, <laughs> this team is like a it's like a slab of concrete. Best chance right? to win the title, the Flyers! No, well, <laughs> maybe not. You know, not, maybe not. You know I, I, I feel like I'd be a bandwagon <laughs> fan if I started watching the Flyers. I've never been interested nah, in, in... well, listen, you know what? Let me just say, all jokes aside, Joe... They're playing much better than any of us expected. They deserve our attention. They're not going to get a ton, obviously, until after this Eagles thing is over. They get a ton of attention, but sure. um, you know they're they're doing a nice job, and they should be they should be praised for being not only better than expected, far better than expected. Yeah, and I'm and I'm happy for the fans that have been lifelong fans. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm really happy for them. Yep. Um, this team though, they're like a, they're like a block of concrete. Uh, without the rebar, right? You put the concrete down. You don't put the rebar in. Small little cracks start to show up beginning of the season. Oh, they're not playing at their full potential. They haven't put together a good game yet. They're going to put together a good game. Then the cracks start to get a little bigger. They get a little bit, a little bigger. Some water starts to get in there. And the cracks get so big that you have to break up that concrete and you have to pour a new slab. You got to get that rebar. So, what do you think that is? Give me the specific. What do you want to see them do? I'm going to Sirianni at this point, man. I, I, I I'm really blaming Sirianni. Um, it's ultimately it's his de- decision with Desai and it is that's right. um, Johnson. That's right. So I, I I put the blame on him. I put the blame on him. I think um, I, th- there's just so many things. Like we, we have eight. Eight wins this year have been one-possession wins. I mean, both of our losses have been three-possession losses. Anyone who thinks we're going to go to Seattle and blow the doors off in Seattle is completely wrong. Like, they're completely misguided and have no clue, have no clue. Um, it, it's just it, – it's it, this is just terrible, terrible to watch. Terrible – just – 
it's just it's just terrible. It's just terrible. Listen, it's, Joe, it's it's, a, it's an excellent call. I mean, it's, two excellent teams made us look terrible. We are not terrible permanently. I agree. With we that. played terribly, I and agree. and by our standard, we talk about our standard, playing to our standard. We did not do that. That doesn't mean we are incapable of doing that. And I am excited by the possibility that this team is going to be scorned this week by their coaches. I mean, like, torn apart. But two losses in a row, I hope, I hope they can actually get after them. My, right, my so, concern is you, it's, it's more complex that this than that, this coaching though. staff has it in them to give these players the discipline, the, I don't know, animosity that Sorry, you we, would expect we, this we, week. We, we've been drinking that we've been drinking that Kool-Aid all year, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have been drinking that Kool-Aid all year. You know, and the and the thing that saved them was the fact that they found ways of resiliency and and determination. You know, you hear those types of things, you know, when teams ain't right. <laughs> teams yeah. that are teams that are good. Yeah. And teams that can can come up with a myriad of different ways to beat you that can impose their will upon you. They don't use those terms. Uh-huh. Those 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 is those are excuses for not playing at your optimal level, you know, and 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 we're at fault because, I, and I say we because you know now being a part of the media, no, it's true. We, we we are at fault because we drank the Kool Aid, okay, and we fell into the fandom. Our job is not to not to be fans. All you listen, I'm not sitting up here saying that I want the Philadelphia Eagles or any of those players. To experience what they're going through, right. I want this. I want this city to experience another another parade down Broad Street. I want this football team to be the best that it can be, right. you know. But like I always say, my job is not to be a fan. My job is to evaluate and analyze the game and tell you what I see, well, since, what what what, yeah. I, what I think. And I and we all fell into you know we all fell into the trap of drinking the the, the Kool Aid because the team was winning. And one would be scorned for talking about the the things that the team doesn't do well. I'm not doing that anymore. Well, Seth, I agree with you. Okay, riddle is this because I have many theories on the answer to this, but I don't know like the answer. Why is the offense, which has essentially the same personnel as last year, third re- receiver changed, running back changed? I mean, if anything, the, the probably upgrades, frankly. But why are they so much less effective? Because they're predictable. They're they're predictable in what they do. It doesn't take a rocket science to figure out what they're doing. It really doesn't. Can you tell if that is game planning or play calling, which are similar in nature but not exactly the same? Like, are they not a diversified offense enough? Like, for instance, last night, John and I never remember a game like this. If you don't know, the quarterback only threw the ball to three different players last Mm -hmm. night. I never heard of that before. Three players were targeted. That is the height of predictability. Let me ask you a question. With all the man-to-man covers that you saw last night, you know that the corners for um, for Dallas, they're risk takers. You know, when they're in man coverage, if you got an out route, they jump it. Now, they didn't jump it so much last night as they did as they had been, especially Deron Bland. Crossing routes, they get on the back heel, and they've got they both got great speed, and they they shut the window, meaning they jump in front of the passing lane, and this kid's re- returned five sure. five interceptions for touchdowns, leads leagues in, in interceptions. Okay, where's the double moves against overly aggressive wide receivers? 
Um, why haven't we perfected the bunch route with rub routes the way that everybody else has? We had a reception last night. A.J. Brown got called for offensive pass interference. It's simple. You know you can't run into the defender or they're going to call it on the rub route. So why wouldn't you just run a route, get on his level, turn around and hook up like you're waiting for the quarterback to throw you the ball and let the, the defender run into you? We can't even get that coached up properly because every time we run it, it's a damn penalty. Yeah. Okay? So, I mean, you, you look at these little small things and you ask yourself, how often can you as a coaching staff continue to watch these same mistakes and not be able to correct it. Yeah, that's right. You know, where where is how come I'm I'm looking at other teams and I'm asking myself how come those teams can do those things and we can't? How come we can't? Where's the creativity in and and the and the disguises defensively? Where are the the blitzes where you got a guy running free to the quarterback and the quarterback has no other option but to throw it away or eat it? We don't do that. We we. we we want to call a blitz when we send Nicholas Moreau as as the fifth rusher, yeah. and everybody on defense can see it a mile away. <laughs> exactly and right. we know that he can't rush the damn passer. And he's never going to sack the quarterback. Not going to get there. He's he had enough. the one game this year where he fell in the three, but he ain't getting no more. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, it's it's so predictable. You right. can see it a mile away. Well, if and these quarterbacks. If I'm, there, if I'm sitting there in the game, John, and I can see what's coming. Oh, you you're backed that, up. You're you, in the slot, but you're backed up by another, by another player five yards behind you. Yeah, it's really obvious. And then their quarterbacks are the, the the team that we're playing, they can always easily resort to a hot route. They go right to the hot. Something Again, that we don't yesterday, do. we had multiple occasions where the hot was non-existent. Why is that, Seth? Because they don't have they, – they don't – I'm, I'm of the belief, you know. Now, I could be wrong, but, again, my football eyes tell me differently. They don't have sight adjustments built into their eyes. Do they not trust Jalen? I don't know that they don't trust them. I think that they believe that any time a team comes at them, that's an opportunity for an explosive play down the field. For Jalen to okay? make something and, and, happen. And, they, and yeah. they, they believe A. But that's like Buddy and Randall, and I'm tired of that nonsense. I'm tired of it. It is what it I've is. I've seen that story before. It, it, it is what it is because they believe that either A, they can pick it up, or Jalen is responsible for that last guy, and he'll make that guy miss and he could hit the big shot down the field instead of going max protection. And how many times did you see, you know, Jalen dirt a ball where if he would have just stood in the pocket knowing that you're going to get hit That's right. and step into the throw and deliver it and take the hit because as a franchise quarterback, sometimes that's what you have to do. But you got him retreating, yeah. throwing the ball off his back foot. And it's now, also where his height, doesn't, his height doesn't help him because as like a six-foot guy, that's hard to do. Dudes are coming in, their arms are up. Like that's not – I mean – all right, we got a lot going on here. 215-592-9494. Coming up, we're going to get an answer from Seth Joyner to this question. Should Sirianni take over play calling? We'll get to that and much more up ahead, plus more on the defense. Show to Cameron John Ritchie with Seth in the studio 94 WIP.